Hi ladies, so today's episode is entitled The Ike Turner Syndrome And I know you're like, why are we talking about Ike Turner? But just, 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 just follow along with me, okay? We be, we be getting somewhere, right honey? We getting somewhere But um, first thing first, stop what you're doing and follow me on Instagram at Miss period brownstone that's ms period brownstone underscore y'all know how to spell brownstone stop playing with me so this episode was brought to you by psych <laughs> this episode came about because i was um watching sukiana's instagram and then it also got on the shade room whatever case may be but make a long story short sukiana last concert that she did her performance she decided to give a message out to the ladies and um, this is what she had to say. It's time to take your life back. It's time to know your worth. It's time to stop letting these niggas take you for granted. It's time to love yourself. It's time to chase your dreams. The same man who said you wouldn't be nothing was the same man holding you back. He's always knew your potential. He just didn't want the world to see it. Now, ladies, there was a lot of important key notes in the message she was trying to give out, you know, and I really feel like her message she was giving out um, was better than I expected her to do. You know, like another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. She started talking about the Bible and all the bullshit. And we don't want to hear that from a bitch that sucked dick on OnlyFans, okay? But I feel like her message she was trying to give out is way better than what I expected her to do. Okay, so kudos to Sukiana because maybe you got some, you know... Some brains up there. Like, maybe I thought God wasn't done working on your brain, but, like, maybe he did finish the right half and the left half is in the process. So, I'm proud of it. Um, But, basically, that brought me to today's episode because, ladies, all right, I just wanted to let you guys know. Like, okay, boom. All right, so, rewind. Um, Before I jump right in, I'm about to jump right into it. No lube, straight asshole. Okay, but it brought me to this episode because... um, she said that he always knew your potential, but he didn't want the world to see it. And I tell you ladies all the time that men know your worth. They just hope they get a discount price, right? So, but what she was saying was completely different from somebody knowing your worth and trying to get a discount price. It was basically like a man knowing what you're capable of, you know, somebody looking at you and saying, this woman has talent. This woman is going to be a star, you know, but he doesn't want to live in your shadow or he don't want you to outpass him. So instead of him, you know, letting you know you're a star, he tries to minimize you to fit into this box where he can control it, where you don't know your worth or where you don't see yourself as more than what meets the eye because he done knocked you down so much that is just like, 
who me I'm beautiful <laughs> no way you know like I have talent I could be a star you see potential in me impossible because you don't let somebody knock you the fuck off your pedestal like completely knock you down off of your pedestal um so I really had to touch on this because this is something that we always, you know, us as women, we always face. We, us as women always have to play the background, you know. We always have to uh, play second best. And I'm not saying second best as a side chick, but play second best as a man is the front, the the, um, the line of it. And we play in the background as if we can't contribute or we don't have a brain. You get what I'm saying? Um, so... That happens in relationships, and the reason why is this episode is entitled "The Ike Turner Syndrome" is because if you have not watched what love has to do with it, not only do you need your black card revoked if you are black, um, and not only do you need to not say that you're a big fan of music because like Tina Turner, Ike Turner are icons. You know they played a big role in not only the rock industry. But punk, you know, uh, a pop star in R&B. So if you don't know these people, you know, you need to go hide under the fucking rock because you should be ashamed of yourself. But make a long story short. Um, and the movie was Love Got to Do With It. Um, basically is a story, well, a movie about Tina Turner's life. Okay. And in Tina Turner's life, I'm not going to tell you too much because I want you to watch the movie if you haven't watched it. But in Tina Turner's life, she basically um, became famous through her husband and her husband, which is Ike Turner. Ike Turner had his own band, you know, and he wasn't famous, famous, but he was like known locally for his music. You get what I'm saying? And um, he had his own band and he met Tina Turner and she could sing her ass off. Her voice is just like phenomenal. Okay. Um, She's like kind of as manly as Tony Braxton, but like back then it was like, it was hot, okay, and it, she was like the first one to come on this, come on to the industry with this manly voice, but it still was kind of sexy. You get what I'm saying, like Tony, but like an older Tony Braxton. You know what I'm saying, um, so uh, when Ike met her, he took her under the wing, and his little local band ended up being a famous worldwide band. And it went from whatever the fuck the name was as a band, because it's not important, because Ike wasn't as important as Tina, okay, sad to say, but that's the problem here. Um, it became Ike and Tina Turner, okay? And that's where Tina Turner got her name from, and that's how she became who the fuck she is now. So in the movie, it just shows her life and the journey she went through. Now, the movie is basically, you know, her life, yeah, but she went through a lot of physical abuse from her husband. And when you watch the movie, yes, we'll talk about domestic violence here, and it's not a game, okay? I have said that before in my previous episodes. But it was way deeper than him whooping her ass. You get what I'm saying? It was on some shit like he seen that he needed her, and he seen her potential, but instead of him allowing her to just blossom and take over and maybe even outgrow him and be the boss, he was like, fuck that shit. I'm not going to let this bitch know that without me, you know, I'm not going to let this bitch know that, that she can do better without me just as well as she can do good with me. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to, sh- you know, shelter her and I'm going to whoop her ass so much that she don't even see who the fuck she really is, that she thinks that she has to come to me and I'm going to belittle her so much that she would never have the courage to leave me and she would never have the courage to believe in herself to believe that she can be better than who the fuck she is now you get what I'm saying so Ike basically you know manipulated manipulated the shit 
Latina Turner so that she wouldn't leave because like Tina Turner said herself, which I'm going to put in a clip right here. He was cruel because he depended on me. He didn't like that he had had to depend on me. He needed her, you know? She was the bread and butter, baby, okay? So um, it just has a lot to do with what Sukiyana was trying to say because people do. And I said this before in um, Losing Friends on the Road to Success is that people see something in you that you don't see in yourself. And there will be men that will come into your life. There will be people in general that will come into your life and they will see your potential. And they'll be like, oh my God, I'm in front of a fucking icon. I'm in front of a fucking star, but she doesn't know it. So how can I manipulate this situation where I can feed off of her, when I can eat off of her without her becoming this icon, you know, or with her becoming this icon, but taking me on a journey so that I can eat, you know? Um, Ike was more than just whooping Tina's ass, okay? It was way more than whooping Tina's ass, okay? And I say this, ladies, because, you know, manipulation, men manipulate a lot of women when they feel as though, um, what's the word I'm trying to use? When they feel as though they're intimidated by you, right? So, remember when I told you I was going to Jersey to get some upcoming flavor for these new episodes, and I did just that. So, we're going to have a male perspective on this topic, all right, ladies? Enjoy. Some men, we, we find a weakness in a female. Mm. We find that one weakness in a female, it could be anything. And you just start, you just start stabbing at that. And then I, I when the man, when the man gets to that point to where he like, all right, I got her where I want her. I'm good now and I could do whatever I want. So you stab at it so that you can have the control that you want. Right. You break her down. You break her down. Slowly. Slowly. But why? Does it make you feel... Is it so that you can have the control? His ego is, is, like I said, it's egotistic. It's it's What about your ego? What about your pride? It has to be stroked. Pause. (laughs) Pause, pause, pause. (laughs) The ego has to be stroked. Constantly for some men. Pause. Once again. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about their egos and their pride. It's like, yeah. So you ever seen Ike and Tina Turner? Because this is an episode I was about to record anyway, but I I feel like that was an Ike situation. Like, he was always manipulating her and trying to have control over her because he knew that she was a star. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, if you he take a shot at her, right? you see the potential in her, or you feel like she kind of outpassed you. So if I take a shot a shot at your weakness... Then- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And then I have more control over you. Because he knew that he was lower than her anyways. Yeah. And most men that are lower than females tend well, to do that. Jab at you. Yeah. So what if y'all? What if you hired and her? Do you don't feel that way? 
it's usually like that because most men I think that feel that most men that probably feel like they hide in a female they're more like they just how can I say like they still give you the same attention but they don't have the time to really I think it takes longer if they want to stab at you it'll take longer for them to do that cause they don't feel the need to they don't feel the need to because they're they not intimidated. Yeah, they're, they're not intimidated by it. They already know they're above you. But or, they, or they feel like they yeah. can add value to you. So it's not so it's more like they, so I'm not like, worried about trying to... Right, that doesn't like, even matter. Come along, I'm trying to... Get it's you more so like, hop on the boat and let's go for a ride. So ladies, this episode is just basically telling you, you know, if you are in a situation, if it's physical, emotional, um abusive, you know, you need to leave that situation. And don't think that this is happening to you because it's normal. Don't think this is happening to you because, oh, I have a smart mouth and I'm just saying things and he can't take it so he's whooping my ass. No, this happens to you because that man that you're looking at as a man is not a real man. Because real men don't do things like that. That man is a little boy. If he has to physically abuse you mentally abuse you or manipulate you or be in control is because he has his own insecurities and he sees that you're way stronger than what meets the eye and that you're way stronger than what the fuck he thought you was so he has to break you down he has to find what what you know uh as the person that i played earlier malik said earlier he has to find your insecurities find a flaw and he has to stab at it until he weakens you get what i'm saying um, and sometimes they just do this because they don't want the people to see, you know, what you have to bring to the world. They don't want other men to have access to you. They don't want you to realize that you're the shit. You get what I'm saying? That's why a lot of men be like, oh, I love you without makeup. Because when you put that makeup on, bitch, you look ten times better, okay? Mm-hmm. It enhances your beauty. And they don't want nobody else to have the opportunity to take you. It's like a controlling man. Even if the man is controlling, always accusing you of something like that or trying to keep you in the house, accusing you of, of cheating and, and trying to keep you in the house or beat you or tell you there's nothing out there and don't nobody want you, it's because he don't want you to go out and blossom. He don't want you to go out and, you know, go out with your homegirls, explore life and realize that there's way better men out here than him. You get what I'm saying? Like... I was dating an ex before, which I talk about a lot of times, and she knows podcasts. His name is D, okay? That's the name we gave him. And um, I was dating him, and when I moved out here and I met him, I had my own apartment. You get what I'm saying? I had a job. I was doing my thing, okay? And, you know, I was struggling, but I was still, I still was able to, you know, I still came from Jersey to Maryland with my own shit. You get what I'm saying? But I was struggling, but I still made the damn thing happen. I did that blocker blocker, Okay. But when he came into my life, he seen that I was struggling, and he helped me. You know what I'm saying? He paid for certain things. He did certain things, whatever. And when I was ready to leave this man because he was a fucking narcissist. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but he was just, like, toxic as fuck. He had his own insecurities, and he was very controlling, you know. When I was ready to leave him, he was on some shit like, don't nobody want you. You know, you ain't going to be shit without me. You wasn't shit when I met you. You ain't going to be shit without me. Your family got money. You don't. You know, you just, you just, you ain't nothing but a broke ass bitch and you ain't smart enough to do da, 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 da. And everything he said was just like so fucked up, you know, and thank God I didn't let it defeat me. Yeah, it may have bothered me for two days. Like, damn, how could somebody I love that I thought loved me could say these fucked up shit to me? But he was saying that 
to break me because he knew that my weakness was the fact that I wasn't, I was struggling, the fact that I was struggling and the fact that I wasn't where I wanted to be at. So he was trying to take jabs at me by saying, you ain't shit, you ain't never going to be shit. And that's why you were struggling before you got me. And when I leave, you're going to be struggling again. However, I had to realize, you know, motherfucker, I made this shit happen without you. You met me with my shit together. You still living at your mama house. You met me with my shit together. So my shit going to be together with or without your black ass. And that's the point I'm trying to make. He knew what I was capable of doing. Because if I wasn't capable of doing it, I wouldn't have did it when the motherfucker met me. He wouldn't have met me up, motherfucker. Get what I'm saying? So the point I'm trying to make is that people see things in you that you don't see in yourself. These men are doing this to you, whoever is in this situation, okay? Um, Vanessa, let's just pick a name. Vanessa, you are in this situation, you know, because somebody sees something new that you don't see in yourself, and they're trying to control and manipulate you. And I personally, when you are done, when you are fed up and you had enough, you will leave, okay? When you find God at your lowest point, you will leave. That's why you need to watch. If you're going through the situation, you need to watch what love got to do with it. And if you watched it before, watch that shit again while you are in your situation and you will start to see certain things, okay? Certain messages will stand out in that movie. When she started to get the strength to leave, like she was already being broken down to the point she couldn't take it no more, Tina Turner. But when she started to find Buddha and she really started to chant and she started meditating and she found God, she found herself. She found the strength to leave, you know, and a friend introduced her to that. And that's where we have to come in with this whole girl power thing and being a family because, you know, you can't do it on your own. You need help from someone. Get what I'm saying? Someone has to be the one to open that door. That Somebody got to be the one to open that door, you know, and, and show you the light and, and guide you. And if I end up being that person, if Miss Brown's end up being that person to help you and change your life through a fucking podcast or a fucking YouTube, my nigga, I'm happy to be that, okay? But even if your homegirl, Kim, might be that person for you, that's even better. But you have to see the light. So when you watch that movie, you see that she found God, she found a friend that genuinely cared about her. She found God, and that pushed her to have the strength to leave. And then once she left... And she realized, you know what? Because he tried to break her and take everything from her, okay? Once she left and she realized, wait, he can take the clothes off my motherfucking back, the roof over my head. He could take the wig on my motherfucking head. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you what he can't take. He can't take my passion. He can't take my purpose. And he can't take my talent. Therefore, she was still successful, okay? And Tina Turner went on for years after that. Maybe a year after that, because she was like 40 when she left. She was getting abused in that relationship for 13 years. But she's still living her best life, honey. Okay, Tina is still alive and walking this bitch like it ain't shit, okay? Living, I'm living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. That's what she out here doing, okay? And it just goes to show you that this world is a cold world, okay? You're going to meet some people that are ready of sunshines. And you're going to meet some people that are toxic vibes. But you don't let them break you. You don't let them break you. So, women, when you are ready to leave, you know when you're ready to leave because you have enough. You had enough. You found your friend. You found God. You found the strength. Then you look back on it and you be like, okay, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, I'm done. You know, you have to really watch the movie to just see her transition. And, you know, I just want to be the one to give you that strength, too to leave. I want to be the one that give you that strength to 
examine, you know, not really examine, but observe when when you are being manipulated, when you are being controlled, when when things are not as they seem, you know. And when you watch the movie Tina, I Tina Turner, Ike was so nice to Tina Turner. Ike was so nice to her because he knew what he needed from her to do what he had to do. You know, he knew he had to get her in to to be successful. Okay, and guess what, Ike? You know, I always say if you're listening, but you're dead because <laughs> God don't like ugly. Um, you even when she left you, years later, you were still living in her shadow. So what did you do all that for? People have hidden agendas in life, you guys. Please be mindful of that. People have hidden agendas, okay? No one sees you and say you're a very pretty woman, okay? Well, that's a lie. Some people do. But then they get to know you and they're like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. I have to be with her and I love you for you. But this is about having standards. This is about knowing your worth. So if you are in that situation, this is about pushing you to fucking leave. This is about being a wake-up call for you, okay? Stop letting these people, not people, these men hold you back. Fuck men, even if it's women, because, you know, domestic violence is big in lesbian relationships, okay? Very, very big in lesbian relationships, too. Even gay relationships, men and men. I I know a homeboy who his boyfriend keep whooping the shit out of him, and he finally got the damn strength to leave, and he's doing his damn thing, and the man won't come back. The man won't come back because he wasn't shit without you, Okay? Because he needed you, but he didn't want you to know he needed you. All right? So, what we're going to do is, we're going to put my best friend on this fucking podcast, okay? We're going to put him on this episode because he's the only person I know that can motivate me out of any fucking situation. He's the most motivating person I ever know in the fucking world, okay? And we're going to play good cop, bad cop. Because we had Malik play bad cop. Now we're going to put Blaze the Rebel on here. He's going to play good cop. Yo, for anybody... Yo, I don't condone abusive relationships in any shape or form, whether that be physically, mentally, like, on any front. You know what I'm saying? And I encourage anybody that's in an abusive relationship to find the courage and the strength within yourself to leave that toxic situation. No love is real love if it involves hurting you. You know what I'm saying? If it's not benefiting you, uplifting you, or making you feel better as a person every day, then that shit is not the situation for you. You know what I'm saying? I know it's easier said than done. I've never been in a situation like that, quite personally. I don't know anybody. Actually, no, I I, I do know people. But, like, I met them way after the fact. You know what I'm saying? When it was, you know, said and done. But, you know... For anybody that is going through that, I just really encourage them to just go and find the strength and the will to be strong on their own. Because some people like, yeah, like if that person is making you feel like you need them or like they need you or they're going to hurt themselves, like that's all straight manipulation. And you can't hold you can't let them hold their actions above your head because you can't control what other people do. You know what I'm saying? And. Yeah, man, mental fortitude, that shit, is, that shit is very necessary. As always, ladies, keep it classy, and I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. So make sure you tune in, because we're going to get into some things.